Are the Dallas Cowboys overlooking the New York Giants? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys Podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your Locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Locked Network, your on. team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by Price Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to pricepicks.com slash NFL and use promo code LOCKDOWNNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. I am your host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, we're going to preview this Giants-Cowboys game, America's Game of the Week on Sunday. (laughs) I'm sure Fox wishes they could pick a different game. Um, Do you think there's any possibility that the Cowboys are overlooking this Giants team and that we could see a really close game or even an upset on Sunday? I I think that's what's kind of funny about this game is that I don't <laughs> like that's, you know, the, like the thing is, is the Cowboys are huge favorites in this game. So I think now it's 17 points at home uh, favorites for this game. Uh, and I think that, the, you know, it's it, the easy storyline would be, is this a trap game, right? Is this a game where the Cowboys overlook it? Uh, but I don't think it is. They lost last week to Philadelphia. They know that they have to stack wins. It's an NFC East opponent. Now, if you want to have this conversation next week, I think that that's that to me is more of the trap game than this game. But this game, the Cowboys know they need to win. They have to win all their NFC East games basically at this point if they want to have any shot at uh, winning the NFC East, you know, title. Uh, so I think that there is a lot of things that could make this a trap game. This is not. This is obviously a, a Giants team that is in absolute freefall. This is a team that you know is looking for a reason to quit the season at this point. Um, the Cowboys are playing at home. You know, it's there's there's, there's there are elements here for the kind of typical letdown game. But I think the fact that the Cowboys lost to the Eagles last week, it's an NFC East opponent. I think those are all reasons that the Cowboys uh, aren't going to necessarily look past this game. I will say, like, historically, at least in my lifetime, this is 100% been a game that the Cowboys either lose outright or they just keep the Giants around too long. I will say, here, here's the difference for me. I think in the past, and even this year when the Cowboys got upset, it was a game on the road against a mobile quarterback in the Arizona Cardinals, right? And they were coming off a big win against the Jets the week before. You mentioned the loss. Like, I, I think that's, to me, that's the thing. Mike McCarthy and thing. Dak Prescott have been really good at bouncing back after a loss. Uh, we, we, that's just something that they do really well. The other thing is, this game is at 425 Eastern. No, Rather than one o'clock, I, I, that's right. I know it's. It, it, I don't know why that matters, but it does. Oh, if it this game was at one o'clock. I, I can see the Cowboys sleepwalking through the first half, but when it's a four thirty kickoff and it's America's game, I just think the, you're going to see the Cowboys fired up for this one. And, and again, I, this is not a preview for next week's game, but but next week's game is the ten o'clock on the East Coast. So that's you know, a, like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's an early yeah. game, early kickoff, early game. So it's like it's like. You know, that that seems to me more to fit the bill of that kind of letdown game. The Cowboys, like you mentioned, the Cowboys have been incredible about bouncing back from uh, uh, losses. I think they have fire in their belly still from losing the Eagles game. They want to get that taste out of their mouth. 
uh, and they're going to slap that taste out of <laughs> the Giants' mouth, unfortunately, uh, coming on Sunday. And and not so much, you know, look past this or get sluggish. I, I think if anything, uh, if they struggle early on, I would be, be uh, I would think it would more likely be a case where they're pushing too hard and things Probably. are just kind of they, you know they want to blow like, it open too quickly. Yeah, right. exactly. So so, uh, but I don't think this is a situation where. The Cowboys are are overlooking or you know not not focused on the Giants. I think if anything, they want to get past that Eagles game. They want to destroy the Giants in order to kind of keep inside uh, the you know the realm of possibilities of winning the NFC East. It also doesn't help that the, this is the second straight road game for the Giants. They actually had to play at Las Vegas last week. They went back home to New York. Now traveling back to Dallas, it's just a lot of travel for a team that's also really banged up. And I think that's the other yeah. part that comes to me. It's they're without Daniel Jones and Tyrod Taylor. They're starting Tommy DeVito, Joe Pesci's character on Goodfellas. We were talking about that pre-show. <laughs> uh, on top of just the quarterback, you're missing your right tackle and Evan Neal. You're missing your number one offensive weapon, uh, you know, in the passing game and Darren Waller. Your number one cornerback, Adoree Jackson, is gone. They traded away Leonard Williams. Who, if you listen to the crossover show uh, every day, you heard Patricia talk about that loss and how how big of a downgrade it was in the first game without him. Like the run defense just absolutely got lost in that game. Uh, I just don't know how much talent the Giants have. If this game is close, let's say it's a, a one score game in the fourth quarter. Even then, I don't know if they have enough to stay. You know, kind of keep the Cowboys away. Yeah, I imagine, you know, by the end of the third quarter, Demarcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons walking Tommy DeVito into into a room with him standing in front and then him realizing what's happening. Ah, no. Boom. Uh, yeah, that's I mean, that, that's that's I mean, honestly, like it's easy for us to kind of sit here and examine what's going on. But it, it the, the this is a terrible matchup for the Giants. Yeah. And it's just a, a lot of things that are going against them right now. Uh, are not going to be helped by where the Cowboys are, right? The Cowboys are an angry, hungry team that wants to get after it. The uh, Cowboys are an incredible pass rushing team. That's one of the strengths of their team. The Giants can't protect anybody at this point. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, uh, having a mobile quarterback in Tommy DeVito, I mean, he does seem to be able to run around a little bit, which I think is going to help him uh, He's because he's going to be running around a little I bit. Think so. um, yeah. But, yeah, I think you mentioned it. Like, you know, the other side of the ball is is not any better for them. Uh, and, and I think that they're going to have all kinds of problems, you know, with the loss of Leonard Williams, all the defensive backs that are going to yep. be uh, missing. They're really going to have a hard time to kind of continually stopping this Cowboys offense, which, you know, I think part of them is, is going to be spending a good portion of this game trying to get their run, the run game back on track against, obviously, like you mentioned, a, a struggling Giants run defense. So uh, I, I would look for the Cowboys to score often and early and then try to spend the rest of the game, you know, kind of trying to control it through the run game and trying to get their rushing attack back on track. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm not super optimistic about the rushing game, but we're going to talk about yeah, that we'll that part of the, the Cowboys offense because everything else has been clicking. Uh, let's get to that next. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. I'm actually wearing my Prize Picks shirt right now. I got it in the mail just a couple of days ago. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. It is the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS because it's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, all you have to do is pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. I love how many different players and stats that you can choose from. 
I also love their reboot policy, which will reboot your entry if one of your players gets injured in the first half and then does not return for the second half. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. It's absolutely fantastic. I play them every single Sunday. I, I can't recommend it enough. Go to prizepix.com slash NFL and use promo code LockdownNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prizepix.com slash NFL and use promo code NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. The show is also brought to you by Jace Medical. I just learned that you can get a one-year supply on ED medications. This is absolutely fantastic because now you can go on extended travel. You don't have to worry about supply chain issues. You are covered. You don't have to worry about whether or not you can refill your generics for Cialis or Viagra. And this is all possible because of our friends at Jace Medical. Go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medications. Remember to use promo code LOCKDOWN at checkout for a discount as well. A verified customer had this to say about Jace. I am thankful for the service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut my pills in half just to have them last year. I ordered most of my daily meds with a year supply. I also ordered an antibiotic kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than my local pharmacies. I highly recommend this for everyone. If you or someone you love would like to get some peace of mind by knowing that you'll have a year supply on any daily meds, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember to use promo code locked on for $20 off your purchase. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Locked On is kicking up our coverage with Locked On NFL Kickoff Live. Each Friday, Locked On will go live at 2 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On NFL YouTube, t- YouTube channel. Host Tanisha Batiste, Jarvis Davis, and Kyle Krabs will break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchup, your fantasy lineups, your betting angles, and more. Plus, get the in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts across the country who know these teams better than anyone else. Find Locked On NFL Kickoff Live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on any Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Landon, let's talk about the Cowboys' run game, uh, which has basically been non-existent uh, this season. We heard Jerry Jones this morning on 105.3 The Fan talk about the run game, and he basically said, I'm okay with the Cowboys throwing the ball early to be able to run the ball later. Uh, do you expect that to be the case again here on Sunday? Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I hope so because I, I do think that, that, you know, that it, we've shown that the passing game is, is what is the, the motivating factor of this offense when they can get the game throwing, going early, then, then it just seems to kind of open things up in the run game a little bit better. Um, you know, the, the, they struggle with trying to uh, the, the kind of classic establish the run. They're just not a the type of running game team that that they were last year or the year before that, where uh, they could you know kind of submit uh, teams to their will. Um, I, I think a lot of that has to do with you know Terrence Steele's ongoing health stuff. You know, the, that right side is not quite as dominant a run blocking uh, side as it was last year. Uh, and and I think it makes sense that you know when the the Cowboys go out there and, and start throwing the ball early, they have success, and and I think it opens things up for the run game to be more efficient. And I think that played out last Sunday, despite the fact that the Cowboys lost. You saw the defense 
uh, kind of getting worn out. You saw the defense kind of taking a step or two back to try to be concerned about CeeDee Lamb going over the top as opposed to the running game. And then what did that do? That that increased Tony Pollard's yard per carry by almost a yard uh, mm-hmm. between the first and the second half. So uh, I do think that, again, you know, going back to McCarthy's comments in the offseason, he talked about wanting to be more efficient in the run game, not necessarily being a run-dominant team. So I think this is a way that you can get efficiency in the run game make the defense respect the pass, make the defense back off a little bit, make the defense consider taking that second safety out of the box and putting it back because we're going to attack down the field. And then that opens things up a little bit more underneath Pollard. Yeah, I'm curious to see what the Giants do in this game because uh, I saw the stat from Mina Kimes, I believe it was two days ago. The Cowboys are number one in the NFL on offense against man coverage. uh, And the Giants are dead last in the NFL at EPA per play in man coverage. Um, (laughs) Seems like they actually run the most uh, man-to-man coverage. Noah Dory Jackson this week. It's going to be two rookies. It's, it's just like every single angle you look at, it's like, ugh, sorry, Giants. Yeah, but okay, here, here's, here's the reason why I'm always a little yeah. hesitant to say that. I saw the stat from FanDuel the other day that like 97% of betters are on the Cowboys minus 17 this week. And that always makes me a little nervous. Like, right. I mean, I when the line the is that big and 97% are yeah. taking the, the, the line, I mean, that's – it's a little scary. Well, look, I mean, the Cowboys, as far as we're concerned, unless you're putting money on this game, then you, you may have other concerns. But as far as we're concerned, the Cowboys just need to win the game. I don't really yeah. care if they cover the yeah. spread or not. But well, I, I, it does make you nervous that everybody's like, you know, going one way and everything looks one way. That's when things he, zag. You're right. Here's for, for me. If they get – if on offense the Giants just make some ridiculous throws and it's great catches, you can live with that. But what I would like to see from the Cowboys more than anything else in this game – it's just to play a clean game. Like, get rid of the pre-snap penalties. Stop taking a timeout on third and 10, uh, backed up in your own area in the, in the third quarter or whatever. Uh, stop with the offsides on third and seven, right? Like, when you're in prime rushing position. I just want to see them clean up some of that stuff because, to me, that's what's going to help them actually beat some of the elite teams is not beating yourself in these situations. Yeah, I mean, just playing a clean game. I mean, I think it's going to be infinitely easier at home than it was, you know, especially in Philly, right? Um, So, yeah, I I definitely think that that, honestly, I mean, if they just play a very straightforward standard game, they should blow the doors off the Giants for all the reasons that we said. So, it, 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 like I said, what they need to avoid is trying to go out there and blow them out. Just go play your game. Trying to score 40 points on one drive. Yeah, you'll 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 win if you just go play your game. Don't need to put any extra sauce on it at this point. The Giants have thoroughly sauced themselves yeah. at this point. So just go and eat. Yeah, and we saw this last week. I have to, I was fortunate enough. I don't know, fortunate's the right word. Yeah, to cover the Raiders Giants game last week. <laughs> yeah. The Raiders had eight sacks against the Giants. And this is a Raiders team that I believe up until last week there was no other player than Max Crosby that had more than one sack on the season. They were able to get after them. So if you in this game, Dak, on third and 12, you don't have to try to throw a YOLO ball or a hero ball. It's okay to punt, play the field position game, lean on your defense, and just try to win the game that way. I think if the Cowboys get a little too aggressive, I could see this being a game where, man, you have a couple tipped interceptions or a fumble, and all of a sudden this is a 14-13 game going into the fourth quarter. You you don't want any part of that. Just play your – 
round into the ball. <laughs> the ball's oblong. It's going to bounce yeah. weird ways. Make it as round as you can by playing as vanilla as you can. Yes. The talent disparity is massive. Do not give them a uh, a way to balance the field, right? Yeah. Just keep the talent disparity the way it is. Play a clean game and get out there without any injuries and with the win. I think all Cowboys fans will be thrilled with that. We don't need style points. We just want to no. get the win, no. get the get out of there without get injuries, moving. and move on to the next one. Now, one last thing, knock on wood. Dak has played really well against the Giants like throughout his entire career. I mean, basically, if you just remove that 2016 season, his rookie year, he's been incredible, especially at home. I would – I would imagine that Dak is going to have a good game on Sunday. And I, I think he's going to get off to a hot start. I, I think CeeDee Lamb, especially now that Dory is not playing, I think CeeDee is going to have a big game. I mean, that's what gives you the most confidence is that Dak plays really well against NFC yeah. East opponents. Well, he plays really well against NFC East opponents. He plays really well against the Giants. He plays really well at home. Yeah. So, I mean, this is it's, – it's, it's, it's kind of – like I said, there are lots of angles here that you look at and you're like – Giants, it's uh, it may not be your, it may not be your week. Anything can happen sure. any given Sunday. Still a thing. Uh, but having said all those caveats, uh, it 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 sure doesn't look good for the uh, Giants being able to stop Dak Prescott and yeah. CD Lamb specifically. I also imagine that Ferguson is likely to have a, a big day yeah. too. The, the Cow- Cowboys quarterbacks usually have big tight end days uh, against the Giants. I don't imagine this is going to be any different. I'm going to make a prediction though. I think this is Brandon Cooks' best game as a Cowboy. I think he gets to like 75 yards on a touchdown. I think they okay. try to make him a focal point in the offense this week, get him some early touches in the game, using him on some, you know, over routes and slants just to try to get him more confident in the offense. So there's my one prediction for the Sunday. I think Brandon I'll, Cooks has a big game. I'll add to that. I, I think that I think that that's going to happen, and I think part of the reason that's going to happen is that we will see a little bit more of CD lamb playing in the X and outside Probably. a little bit, because you don't necessarily need to play whack-a-mole like any one of these corners will do against yeah. CD lamb. So Whatever. you might as well line them out outside to give some of these other guys opportunities inside to open things up for the Z. And, and we talked about that the yep. previous week before we played the Eagles, that having CD on the outside at the X we thought could help, uh, Cooks and and and, and Gallup and and Tolbert and all these guys a little bit, uh, kind of getting opportunities in different spots and open things up a little bit on the outside. All right, let's make our official predictions for Week 10, Giants at Cowboys, next. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. This time of year, it can be a lot for a lot of people, and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it. I know that, like, for me, once we get past the the new year, I can get some of that seasonal depression. A lot of it's just because of where I live, where you don't see the sun for months (laughs) at a time. But adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all the stress and the change, something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded, and to give you the tools to manage everything else that's going on in your life. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's done entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for any reason at no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash LockedOn. 
Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Every day, we'll be back on Monday to break down this Giants-Cowboys game. But right now, we are mm-hmm. going to give our predictions. Uh, Landon, who do you have winning this game and why? I'm not sure if I could tell by your tone in the first 20 minutes of the show. I, I, you know, I, it's going to be a tough game for the Giants, I think. You know, it's hard to, not to look at all the different angles, especially the key aspects of what happens in these games. Uh, and just feel like you know, sometimes you run into a buzzsaw. And, and this week, I think the Giants uh, were kind of you know hobbled and limp, limping into a situation where they're facing a, a hungry lion. You know, in, in this case, uh, Micah Parsons and the crew, yeah. right? Uh, I, I'm picking the Cowboys to win. Uh, I'm going to pick them to win, I think, 35-17. I just think that this is a situation where this may be a closer game, you know, uh, uh, at points closer being you know only two touchdowns uh but i i just feel like you know there's too many spots where the giants are weak and the cowboys are specifically strong and yeah. and those mismatches are uh vast right and the, the mismatch between uh uh dax passing attack versus what what the giants have in the secondary the mismatch between the pass rush versus what the giants have to block the pass rush um, I just think that that's those are such strong uh, forces in these games, and the mismatch is so one sided that uh, it, it's going to make it a very uphill battle for the Giants. And you've got a rookie undrafted quarterback, and you're asking him to do the impossible in a lot yeah. of ways. So uh, I, I think you know we'll, we'll go out there; they'll put out great effort because they they want to beat the the, uh, the Cowboys. It's an NFC East opponent. There's pride on the line. Brian Dable's an incredible coach. Still, I, I'm, I'm not, you know, overshadowing. Martin Dale's going to send about nine guys every play. Well, especially now, right? That you know, he's yeah. they got called out for leadership issues. They, they're they're going to need to be more aggressive to kind of counteract a lot of the uh, the rumblings that are going on in their locker mm-hmm. room right now. Things are not going well in no. Giants lands, guys. Uh, but having said all that, I, I'm picking the Cowboys to win 35-17. I know a lot of people are saying that you're not going to learn anything about the Cowboys the next three weeks because you play the Giants, the Panthers, and then the Commanders at home. I'm going to go the other way. I think you will learn some stuff about the Cowboys. If if Dallas comes out and they sleepwalk through the first half and there's just no sense of urgency and they just show up and think they can win this game, I'll be a little concerned, honestly. But if they come out and in the first quarter this game is over, the Cowboys jump up 14-0, and they just don't let the Giants hang around. I'll actually be really encouraged because this is what good teams are supposed to do. You're supposed to go out there, dominate early, and then in the second half, you can kind of start to pull things back a little bit, get guys healthy. Don't let bad teams hang around because you just never know what can happen late in these games. As you mentioned, the, that ball is a weird shape. It bounces in funny and mysterious ways. Put them out of their misery early in the game, and then let's move on to next week. So – I'm going to pick oh – I haven't picked the Cowboys in a long time. I will pick the Cowboys in a – let's go 28-16. to 16. How's that for a score? Giants like cover, Cowboys win. I like it. At least you're getting them to cover. So I think somehow that that fulfills the uh, the, the curse that we have, yes. that we, the unspoken curse that you're not allowed to pick the Cowboys. So I think that covers in this situation. Yeah, just play a clean game. Again, things are going to happen. The Giants are going to make nice plays. You, there, there'll be tip passes and stuff, but just yeah, limit li, limit the penalties, limit the dumb stuff that you can control on your side of the field. Look, you lost last week to a good Eagles team. You played good football. Let's continue to play yeah. good football, you know, and 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 just continue to build on it. Not this kind of 
rocker back and forth, no, like no. good, good, bad game, good, good. Like let's continue to build and get better. Yes. This show is an opportunity. Yeah, this is an opportunity to show some consistency. You have some tougher games a little bit further down the road near the end of the season. Let's take this opportunity to kind of straighten some things out, to get things clean for those games, win some games, uh, and then set yourself up so that the latter half of the season actually has meaning and, and that could potentially set you up for a playoff run. Absolutely. All right, that is it for today, Shell. We want to thank you for making Lockdown Cowboys your first listen every day. Again, every day, we'll be back on Monday to break down everything from this game. Go check out our show on YouTube. We are free and available on all platforms. Go follow Landon on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy the game, and we'll see you right back here on Monday.